Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. now free to discuss the first four episodes of the dynasty on apple plus and i'm curious i'm curious about a lot of things but i'm curious about who so far appears to be the hero who so far appears to be the villain so we could get to that we could we could re uh re-discuss curtis's lead this morning about ernie adams uh this is kyle from lowell hello kyle Hey, how's it going? What's up? Not much. Before I get into the dynasty, the Russia story is unreal, isn't it? It's amazing. American foreign policy. It's like ten billion in three different countries and two genocides funded for us to keep for us to keep things in balance. Russia over here, they're just sending limousines for their foreign policy. It's unbelievable. I mean, the it would be great if it were one of those exploding limousines or uh, one that had microphones or something. Yeah, oh, it definitely it. got microphones in it. What better way to like <laughs> make so? it seem yeah. like you know we're yeah. friends, but that's yeah. your enemy and you want to know what's going sent on? Over like an exploding cake or something uh, like that. That thing got cameras yes. and microphones yes. all over. Uh, but but on topic, if you could, Kyle, uh, on Dynasty, did you call about that or no? Yes, I think it's unbelievable. Two of the best to ever do it, greatest coach ever, and the greatest quarterback ever have both been cheated on. Tom Brady by Giselle, Bill Belichick by Robert Kraft behind his back. <laughs> I mean, on I, I will say I'm surprised so far in the Twitch chat. Small sample, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. How many people are suggesting that Robert Kraft looks like the villain so far in this? Greg, what? of all the things that you've done in Boston, right? You've yeah. been on the radio here for at least 30 years. Yes. What do people here hate the most? Somebody who's fake, a right. faker. Somebody that says one thing and does another. Everything else, why do you think almost all the great comedians come from here? Because you're rewarded by being brutally honest and laughing at things and, and pointing out the hypocrisy of others. Robert Kraft's attempt here to sully a man's name in this way is transparently bad. In the entire time, watching it with my parents who were watching it for the first time, every time Kraft spoke, my dad was huffing. He's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. He's like, oh yeah, he's the one who who is who is to praise for every good thing that ever ever happened with the Patriots. And Wiggy, I think, always makes a good point where it starts at the top and then trickles down. So you do have to give Kraft credit where credit is due. But to make it seem like you are a self-made businessman who came from nothing, because he kind of paints it out like that. 
like I, you know, created this company and then figured out a way to buy the Patriots and I, I the real estate around Gillette was the reason behind it all. It just comes across like give me all the praise, but every time something went wrong, that was Bill. And you can't have it both ways. And we've been saying that for so long, but I think Dynasty escalates the entire thing, highlights it to show that Kraft only wants to be in charge when it's good. Well, yeah, and he has no problem with whether it's Drew Bledsoe or Tom Brady or whomever coming up to complain about what Bill is doing and right. saying, "Yeah, you know, I wish, you know, I wish I could, uh, you know, I can say something if you want. Like, if you want me to go down there, I can say something. But I think it's going to be worse. It's like, you know, you're either running the whole thing or you're not. It was either you running the whole thing or Bill running the whole thing. Well, I think he yeah. was like." Part of wanting to be in the beginning part, he wanted to be a little bit more involved. And then as the winning progresses, you start to see that there's a shift where Bill becomes untouchable or so big in the sense of the success that he's having where he starts to change a little bit. And Robert almost looks at it like, well, wait a second, this is my team but I feel like an outsider. Well, you mean like Bill was getting the credit, which, by the way, was, yes. was just and deserved. True, but Robert was kind of like, I'm still holding some pieces together. I'm not going to, I'm not having the Drew Brady thing blow up because I'm being this mediator that's kind of trying to like settle the peace a little bit and saying, hey, Drew, I could go to him, but that's not going to work out best for anybody. It Let it all play itself out rather than Robert going to um, Bill and saying, all right, what's going on here? So I think he learned a little bit from the Parcells' mistakes. This but, is uh, – go ahead, Curtis. No, sorry. I was just going to say, that what was the point of the press conference? Robert Kraft knew all of this was in the can. He knew it was going to be released in February. So why was he so dead set on getting that awkward conclu- final press conference where he and Bill shared the stage briefly? Like, I, I don't, that in hindsight makes even less sense. He should have came out with this thing a year ago or two years ago when Bill was still here because then maybe it probably paints Bill in a different picture a little bit. And they maybe what's that stuff they when they say in the world of uh, uh, editing and television, cutting room floor, some of that stuff would have been on the cutting room floor. This is Scott from Bellingham. Hello, Scott. Hey, how's it going, Greg? What's up? So um, I had uh, called as well to say that Kraft kind of looks like the, the bad guy. I think there are two reasons. One is that everything he says is so self-serving. For example, with Spygate, he says that, you know, they were just trying to protect Bill. No, you weren't trying to protect Bill. You're trying to protect the image of your franchise and the success of the team, which <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But don't project it like you're some white knight coming to save the day. <laughs> and then also, I, I think Bill Parcells pretty much slamming him is, you know, saying you know nothing about the about football and taking the draft away from him early on. I think that swayed a lot of people against Kraft as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it was interesting. I don't think that relationship is ever going to be prepared, uh, repaired. Uh, Parcells? Kraft and Parcells. Yeah, because Parcells came off like, and he was, you know, he's not on there much, but he comes across as like, it was all about Bill. And, I mean, Robert even goes, you know, Bill was more focused on what 
you know, what was going to be in the best interest for Bill Parcells than he was the team. But isn't that ironic, given this, where Robert Kraft has dedicated a 10-part docuseries to make him look best? So how can you rip Parcells about being about Parcells when you've done this entire project for you and your own vanity? And for playing for both of them, both playing for Parcells and Belichick, I was fortunate enough to play for both of them. And knowing Parcells, I would have loved if they would have took the governor off him and gave him more, and to, for him to you know say, hey, the, whoever the people that were asking him the questions. So what's your view of everything? Because Parcells is not holding his well, tongue. he could have said anything he wanted to. Well, I, maybe not because it's a craft production. Right, and I bet he did. Where where Belichick, he's not going to say much about anything, right? He, you know, he, he doesn't want to say anything. Where Parcells, he's going to give his side of the story, and he's going to give it. He don't care how you feel. And that's where I, w- I would have loved to see more of him, especially when they painted the picture like he had already moved on to the Jets. I did like watching during Spygate, though, how how clear and open Bill was back then when talking to the media. Yeah. Because he said basically, like, yeah, no, it, it didn't really help us in any way, shape, or form. And I, I think everybody looks across the field and, and takes note of what other coaches are doing or what calls they're, they're, they're making. And then to say, yeah, I made a mistake. He takes ownership for it. So then you have him taking ownership in real time and then having Kraft years later saying, I went up to him and I said, what's the percentage of how important this is to your game plan? And he says 1% and he says that he is, I forget the word a that schmuck. he uses, a schmuck then to be doing that. Schmuck. You're a schmuck. Like, why Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to tell that story right now? It just, it's, I think it's going to end up backfiring in Kraft's face. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think he's being portrayed, or, or it's not coming across to fans in in the way that I think he, in his mind it is. And somehow I think, call me crazy, I don't have, a, I don't know this to be a fact. If Bill Belichick had an incident off the field that got international attention, it may have been included in the docu series. The mm-hmm. same can't be true for the person who put it together. Yeah, this is Cotto from Leminster. Hello, Cotto. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Um, so. Absolutely loving the the dynasty, um, but I do think that Kraft he he just gives me major weasel vibes. It's all about him. It's I I I me me me, and I agree with Courtney. That thing that he said calling him a schmuck was just so stupid. He's trying to trying to make it seem like he's the guy with all the power. He's the one that built it all, and it's like, dude, you signed the paycheck. Just shut up. Then you're a real schmuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not it, and I think part of it is because when, you know, where it is a Robert Kraft, I don't want to say if it's a Robert Kraft production, but they have final say on everything. It is going to come across as it's more about you than anybody else, and that at the end of the day, now that we know how it's ending, how it ended with Bill, it isn't going to look good for you. If I was Robert, I would have never did this. Mm. Well, my I my biggest takeaway based on and again we've had the the luxury of being able to watch all of the episodes, but my biggest takeaway has always been that this dynasty, which was created, will probably there were so many things that had to be in place, mm-hmm. random and otherwise, for it to happen. It'll it'll never happen again, and there 
you cannot put the you cannot give the credit to what they were able to do to one person. The credit belongs, in my opinion, to Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in whatever the however you want to define the descending or ascending order. Wiggy at, and and then there's guys like Wiggy and and uh, every player who came in and out of there. Mm-hmm. And so I think the unfortunate thing at some point it became amongst everybody the the goal to get the credit for what was going on there right. as a, individually right and the, i include robert tom and bill right. in that the eagles got in the way 100% the, e- the eagles of knowing like and that is you know that that is just like human nature where people feel like it has to be I'm the reason, and all three of their egos got in the way because as they start, as they all started to be successful, they couldn't share in it and say, "Oh, I'm happy for him. He's happy for me," and that's what you're starting to see. That's why I think if Robert was to do when he if he could go back and do this again, I would tell him just keep it about the dynasty and the football element of it that's now, it now that it's out the now that the spygate episode is out do you guys all agree with me that that was the change for bill belichick in the way that he dealt with media players or maybe not players wiggy because you were mm-hmm. with him before but media fans uh writers and it, because of the mangini of it all and and how he felt so uh, taken advantage of, or I guess duped in that like, case, like backstabbed. That's yeah, why backstabbed, he, yeah. and that's why he keeps his circle so close. That's why he wants to hire people that he trusts. Like I, I you, you understand him better after watching that episode and seeing just how Mangini took an opportunity and yeah. completely screwed him over. I think that betrayal was mm-hmm. led to him becoming that way. Well, I that's think. why we now know, like, people are like, why did he treat Mac like this? Now you know why he treats Mac. And I told you, I've been saying this, once you're out of the circle, there's no way back in. Once he feels like you betrayed him, and that's what Mac did in the sense of going to talk to whoever he was talking to right. behind his back, or even if he feels like you're a guy... That is just a locker room um, instigator in the sense like, okay, he could be dividing the locker room. That's it. He's washing your hands. And so he's going to treat you way differently than he does maybe some other people. Yeah. All right. Well, we're four episodes in. Another two drop on Friday? Yeah, Yeah. I think it's two every week. Okay. Well, we will be able to talk about that with you one week from today. When we return from Fort Myers, where we will be on Wednesday and on Thursday and on Friday. And right now, Courtney, and what is trending this hour? Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Sox get their first win of spring training, beating the Braves yesterday 5-4. to four, The final from Cool Today Park. Brian Bayo got the start and struck out three in his two innings. The Sox had two games yesterday. The other also a win over the Twins, 8-6, to six, in which Devers hit a three-run homer at JetBlue Park. They take on the Phillies today at 105. You can listen to Will Fleming and Lou Merloni on EEI 850 starting at 1 o'clock. Elsewhere in baseball, another free agent gone. Cody Bellinger re-signed with the Cubs, agreeing to a three-year $80 million deal. The Bruins have a late one tonight they're out in seattle taking on the kraken puck drop is at 10 that is what's trending here's curtis with your weather thank you courtney 36 degrees cloudy skies in boston afternoon high in the mid 50s 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The evil genius who is Ernie Adams was the subject of the lead of Chris Curtis this morning at 625 when we got to our leads. I mean, that is a cut that (laughs) why would you have to take something to your grave if you had nothing to hide? Right. (laughs) See, and that's why I think they fell flat because they could have been like, hey, we were doing something that everybody in the league was doing. So we were filming the... Well, but, but they weren't. I mean, I, I think that's Curtis's point, is that they, they weren't doing something that everybody... I think really everybody did. in the league was doing that. I think everybody was filming the sidelines, hand signals going up, and trying to see if they can, you know, get in a back room somewhere the next well, time. no, I mean, clearly, I think... I mean, I don't know. I Like Curtis said earlier, I don't think we need to re-adjudicate it, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, Eric Mangini felt like that was so egregious that that's why he felt the need to complain about it. That it well, was wasn't he doing he it? Knew about uh, it. <laughs> like, wasn't he doing yes. it the season before? So that's where it's a loss for me. He wasn't. He didn't think it was bad when he was doing it. He just wanted to take Bill Belichick down. But does and anybody think that Bill Belichick, if he knew Bill Parcells was doing something illegal at Gillette Stadium and he found the Parcells film crew on the sideline, that Bill Belichick wouldn't have ratted him out? No. Because Bill would have known, I'm doing the same thing. Why do I want to bring attention to Parcells when because all... Because the Jets weren't doing the same thing. They were. Do you honestly believe Yes, that... I honestly believe. Oh, so you believe the Patriots were the only team... No, I never said the only one, but the Jets weren't in that game filming the Patriots signals. That game, okay. No, not that game. And I'm just saying, from an overall... That's why I said... When you look at this, do you believe that the Patriots were the only team that were filming sideline signals? I don't think you have to believe they're the only team to believe it was wrong. So my point is this. If I'm selling drugs over here and you're selling drugs over there, guess what? We're both selling drugs. If you decide you don't want to sell them at nighttime and I do. Wait, 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 wait. If you don't get... If you don't get caught for selling the drugs, then we don't know that you were selling the drugs. Right. I mean, Using that logic, you shouldn't no, no, arrest no. anybody for selling drugs because there's no, no, always no. somebody what, else selling them no, that's no. not what, getting caught. What ends up happening is you and me were selling them together. Now you're no longer selling them with me. You want to highlight me for selling them knowing that you're doing it over there. <laughs> you're a rat. Yeah, that's all that is. That's what Mangini did. If Bill did that, you would say, brilliant move by Bill. But Bill wouldn't Why would do you that. allow another team to cheat at your facility? Yeah, but I, I, I told you, personally, I don't think Bill would say to uh, would, would do that on Parcells. And the other thing is, is that from the docuseries, we talked about this Saturday with uh, Ken briefly, I believe, after two hours, long day. Um, 
was the Bill Parcells not of the Patriots Hall of Fame because yeah. of being one foot out the door. If you're going to bar a coach from getting into the Patriots Hall of Fame for costing the team a Super Bowl, then you have to ban both Parcells and Belichick because yeah. Belichick took a personal uh, issue and prevented the team from winning a Super Bowl. Well, it gives him yeah. a pass because he won six of them. <laughs> well, I know, but it's ridiculous that Parcells is. Yeah. It's very petty that he's not. But in you it. know, it's very, it's very petty. Yeah, you know you they don't like what, each other. Yeah, when you see that episode, you can see why. Yes, I guess, and see how petty it really is. Yeah, but, I mean, I, the guy changed the the direction of the franchise simply by being here. Well, let me ask I you mean, this question, Greg, because this is a good this is a good conversation. Would you put? somebody in the Hall of Fame, in your Hall of Fame, if you own that franchise, if you knew that person looked at you like you were an absolute moron, <laughs> that you knew I, nothing about the sport, you basically, all you were is basically the sponsor or the donator well, of yeah, this Well, yeah, because team. I think you're doing that. Isn't the Hall of Fame for the fans? Like, the entire thing is for the fans. No, it's no, but a- if you had an issue with that person. Then you're a real schmuck. If you had, if the Greg Hill Show had a Hall of Fame and you were able to say, okay, I'm going to put people in, but you knew there was one person that you worked with and that person basically goes, Greg doesn't know his ass from his elbow when it comes to radio. And the only reason why he's there is because he has money and he's able to do it. If the person had been like instrumental in the success of the show, yes. Uh, I don't know about you don't that. Think so? No, and I wouldn't blame you. Hold yeah, the chip. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't blame. I don't blame um, Kraft. You don't, you don't blame Robert Kraft for not putting Bill Parcells in. I don't blame him for holding a grudge because of the guy that he employed. F- basically, m- makes it known that this guy is a boob. So I don't hold that against them because that's basically what 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 it was with Parcells and Parcells was looking at Robert like, what the hell are you doing? Just shut up, give us the money we need, and go up there and sharing your 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 suite. Yeah, this is Eric from Fort Myers where we will be this week. In fact, Eric, we are going to be at Ore and Iron in Naples on Thursday from 5 to 7 for a patio pregame. Are you going to come join us? Um, I'll, I might try to come check it out. We'll see. I mean, right. the weather's beautiful down here. Good. All right. Well, can't wait to get there. What's up? Hey, I just had uh, one question for you guys. Um, I, I like how uh, I've been watching the um, series with my brother and everything, you know, the dynasty. And I was just wondering, what do you guys think, like, if Randy Moss and we never got him, what does the dynasty still happen? That's my only question. Oh, Randy Moss didn't win a title. What are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying, would you, that that year would we have won all them games and gone undefeated? Oh, oh, in uh, 2016. Okay, I mean, so, oh, oh, 2007. I'm sorry, going 16 and 0. Yeah, I don't. If you probably have, if you don't have Randy, you probably don't go sixteen and oh, maybe you're still pretty good, but I don't think you're going undefeated. But that's the real season. question is: Would the dynasty happen if Wiggy was never on the team? Oh, that's right. that's a different question. Yes, yeah, no, yep. we all know that. <laughs> but I think that you, so I back to the Parcells thing. It is interesting because Robert knows that Bill Parcells feels this way about him. Why would he want to? 
put him in the Hall of Fame for that when he feels like, okay, this guy thinks I'm a moron. This Wiggy, guy- you have to be above it. Robert nah, Kraft knows that Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells brought in Ty Law. Stop it. Teddy Bruschi. Stop it. Ted Johnson. I don't care. Adam don't Vinatieri. Care. Troy Brown. Curtis, you know better than anybody. You don't have to be above it all the time. Not all the time, but with a guy that was the key architect that helped to lay the foundation for the greatest dynasty in American professional sports he history. He made, and lo- I love Bill Parcells. I love him. I think he's an unbelievable coach. I do believe he deserves to be in the the Patriots Hall of Fame. But he made Robert look and feel like a moron. And if I was the owner of the team, I would probably be holding a grudge too and feel and be petty too that this Same. guy that this guy makes it seem like I don't know anything. I will uh-huh. say I will say put Randy Moss on the list of guys who love Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. He's not a guy who in this series is taking shots at Bill like some. No. So um, you can clearly define the guys that love him and those that had an issue with him, um, I think, by the end. And also the people that want to say Parcells didn't draft those guys, look at the Patriots drafts when Parcells was here and then when Parcells went to the Jets. And you will see for yourself, that Parcells was the one making the picks because the Andy Katz and Moyers, the debacles that occurred after Parcells left, because you got a haul of picks from the Jets mm-hmm. and you did nothing with them. Now, in Twitch, they're saying, well, what about when Parcells, it, way down the line, passes on? It, now, then would Robert consider doing it? Like, I think maybe Robert just does it while while Parcells is still here because Jeez. Robert wants to show that he has the upper hand. Full, I'm saying I'm saying a, a years full, and years a full Hillman Jinx scenario. No, here Parcells on, on the great is Bill Parcells. No, he's sprightly and in shape. <laughs> no, he's 82. I get what you're saying. Using that logic, we should put Greg in the hall today. <laughs> and and Curtis, I agree with you Robert shouldn't be petty, but I get why he is. I think Bill Parcells is the reason why the dynasty is what the dynasty is. And the reason why I say that is Kraft talks about meeting and working with Belichick when Bill was here in 96. So if Bill never, if Bill Parcells never comes here, you never meet Bill Belichick and you probably don't hire him. We're happy to have the Hillman down at Patriot Place. You've been with us since the beginning. Uh, this is Jeff from Chelmsford. Hello, Jeff. Hello, how are you? What's up? I, I think Crafts comes off great. I've watched all four of the episodes. I think he comes off great. I love him. Uh, we need owners like that. Like, maybe the Red Sox could use an owner like Kraft. And, by the way, it was Belichick's fault for getting caught at Spygate, but they also give Belichick the credit for picking Brady over Bledsoe. So some good, some bad. You know, and, um, and don't forget, Belichick was the one that told Kraft that Brady couldn't play anymore. Or maybe we have another Super Bowl, but at least we have three more deep playoff runs if we keep uh, Brady. So I think Kraft comes off great. I love him. Uh, That's a good point by Jeff. He does give Kraft the credit for kind of sticking with going with Tom over Drew at that point in time because that you know that's a hard decision. You just paid this guy a hundred million dollars. He gets hurt. Do you think Bill Belichick really told Robert Kraft that Tom Brady couldn't play anymore? Yeah, I don't yeah. believe that. Based on what you've seen in, yeah, I think in so. latter episodes from what Tom says. Well, I, I don't know what episodes you're talking about, but I'm just basing it off of how it ended here in 2019, I believe was Brady's last year, 
See, I, that, this is what this is the whole this is what bothers me. Because people say, wow, Greg, what did, what did Robert Kraft do to you? I, I and I can't win either way. It's either, you know, Shine playing the audio of Robert Kraft saying mm-hmm. I've been with him since the beginning or people say I'm turning on him. I the revisionist history, the attempt, the 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 hatchet job that mm-hmm. is being done on Bill Belichick is just it, it's it's this. Uh, it, it's not disingenuous. It's uh, disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And we can all appreciate Robert Kraft and everything that he's done, and and not enjoy the way that this has panned out. Like I, I think that we all respect Robert Kraft a ton, but aren't on board with the way in which we've said goodbye to Bill Belichick. And especially the fact that this was all filmed, what did you say, Greg? It says back June, July. Yeah. Like the, the fact that before Bill and Robert had parted ways, and, you know, and, and all was good, that he had these things to say. And I think uh, Bill, what Bill said was what a lot of people, a lot maybe other than Curtis and myself at the time, thought that uh, was Brady couldn't play anymore. I used to sit and argue with Dale that last season when they were uh, uh that was the 8 and 0 year that Brady was he wasn't that good anymore it was about the defense and how the offense could so i think what bill was saying is just based on that he was probably saying yeah tom can't play at the level that he once did and it's probably time for us to move on so was bill wrong in that point i think a lot of people at that time would have ag- agreed and did agree with bill that he couldn't play at that time no more. And, Wiggy, that's an easy point where you can be right or wrong, but Robert Kraft thinking that Bill Belichick had more good years left than a 43-year-old quarterback Mm -hmm. is logical. Right. So there's no need to smear. Like, that's my point. Robert Kraft made a decision. You agreed with it, Greg. People did. You know, some people are right, some people are wrong, whatever. Yeah. But this desire to try and shoehorn your legacy inform it in a way that doesn't reflect the actual events on the field is beneath Robert Kraft. You were the owner of the team. You had final say on everything. Right. So to now go back and look at everything that turned out to be a negative Mm -hmm. and point the finger at Bill and say, oh, that was Bill. I I was trying to just keep everything together. Mm -hmm. Everything good was you keeping everything to, to, to together is that's revisionist history. Right. It's not the way it really happened. Right. But and, that, if it, and if it did happen that way, it was because you were completely out of it and weren't you had nothing to, to say about it. And that means that the good and the bad is all on Bill. And we had talked can't have it both ways. Right. And we talked about this when Bill was still here and, and we always would talk about Bill allowed Robert to not have to take any slings and arrows. Now, without Bill and this dynasty, every sling and arrow, Kraft has a giant bullseye on him because every fan is looking at him and going, wait, what? Oh, that, oh you know, just the way, the, the perception of how it is and how this whole dynasty documentary is starting to play itself out. It's, you know, it's not this great look on him. And here's the other thing, though, like, what Patriots fans have an emotional relationship with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And there is a ta- an actual, tangible way in which you can see how each contributed to winning championships. 
whether it was Bill signing with Tom over Bledsoe, whether it was the drafts with Dante Hightower and, and Gerard Mayo and, and you know all the Vince Wilfork, all these great players he picked, or with the the fake the, the snap that hit the field goal to win the game on Monday night against the Broncos and Tom Brady's comebacks. With Robert Kraft, it was always relatively ambiguous. It was this role as the runner of the organization. So if there's going to be an actual fight over who you side with, it's going to be the person you have the more emotional attachment with and a better understanding of how they specifically contributed to the winning. That's why Robert Kraft doing this is, is completely not getting the result he wanted. But this is the greatest thing. This dynasty is the greatest thing for the Patriots organization. This why? is the greatest thing that could happen. Because what this is going to do is going to turn craft into maybe being viewed as a villain and what do people want to do when they don't want to be viewed as villains no more open up the checkbook and go we need to get back to where we used to be i hope so before this let me start i need to take all this negative attention off of me and what better way to do that than make major splashes in the off season with the amount of money that i'm willing to spend where now people go Eh, so what about the dynasty? Did you see who Robert signed? Did you see Robert paid this guy that and Robert did that? I think this could be what we needed as Patriots fans. All right. Do you think Mayo likes that it's out now before his first season? No, nah, I don't think it bothers him one bit because it really has no effect on him. Mm. I think it adds another element before a season where he's going to be really focused on everything on the field and the media frenzy around dynasty is going to be... A distraction? But he's not part of it. Not a distraction for him or the players, but I think being asked about it and and, and I think how we're talking about Robert Kraft right now, Gerard Mayo probably doesn't love that. that this right, but is like, he, he has no real role in it. If he had like some type of role in something, you could maybe see like they would ask him, but he's like, you know, I was just a player on that team. Curtis, a texter wants to know if your opinion has changed when it comes to the percentage that was Brady and the percentage that was Bill. Like, has this changed your yeah, mind? Yeah, it, it has. I'm about 98.3% Tom. 1.7%. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right, we'll be right back. Coming up on Wednesday, we will join Courtney in Florida, where I think the sun must be out. Um we're getting close to deploying the bikini cam, Courtney? I'm bikini cam ready. Oh, you are? Okay. So um, after... I'm out by the pool. Oh, it's oh, you are? still a little bit chilly, so I have my cover-up still on. Okay. Um, right. So after... Call and John keep poking out of, of the kitchen. Oh, they are? Um, yep. <laughs> okay. So, um... uh, but yeah, no, it's gorgeous <laughs> out. I can show a little bit um, for everybody to see okay. just what you're ready for. Okay. Oh, look All at right. that. Oh, that's, that's a nice pool. Nice. Oh, that's that's a really nice, nice pool. I said, now is that, uh, well, would you, I noticed that you and Santo got locked out of the neighborhood or something one night over the weekend. Yes. Um, we arrived too late and the guard was not at the guard shack anymore. So we had to get dropped off at the gate. It was a three mile walk back and it started raining. So mm-hmm. um, tough, tough go. But you know what? I'm ready to move here. Like I'm already, I already dress like I'm a 70 year old woman <laughs> with a facelift living uh, on a uh, golf course. Like uh-huh. this is what the life for me. Uh-huh. This is what I was made to do. The facelifts here are also unbelievable. Like the mm-hmm. women look amazing at all ages. <laughs> like Fifth Ave the other night, some of the best work I've ever seen. 
Uh, would you not miss anything at all about Massachusetts? I mean, uh, uh, the weather, the traffic. No. Uh, the public the, transit. Yeah. <laughs> as long as my family was here, that's that's all that I care about. It's mm-hmm. so nice here. And Curtis, I mean, you spend so much time down in Florida. It's so the pace of play is different. Everybody's mm. happy. The the driving's terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about Curtis driving. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll be very safe. But here's the issue, Courtney. The, every time you go to Florida, it's great. But it's almost not worth the depression you get when you check in for your return flight home. Because mm. it's yeah. like why am I going back to a place that overtaxes, mm. doesn't do everything is designed to make your life more difficult here? Everything in Florida is to, is designed to make you happier. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't beat yeah. no state tax. Well, listen, by the way, the this is a democracy. I, I noticed that Fat Sacked okay. in the Twitch chat appears to not want the bikini cam. We don't have to do the bikini cam. It's if, up to uh, Courtney. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm certainly if there, I mean, it appears I mean, she's got. She don't want to let her fans uh, down. It appears like there's a, you know, a couple 2,000 people or so on Twitch, but if... Yeah, if the it, boobs are boobing. I, They're out. I mean, so, if, you know... If, 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 if that sack has some sort of an issue or others, then we don't have to do that it. That bikini I mean. better have a picture of Tom Brady and Bill <laughs> Belichick on it. I think the bikini cam might get scratched because Courtney's looking around, so it's like, all right, where's Dad at? You know? No, Dad left it's... for his walk. Yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, he left yeah. for his walk. He left for his walk. Paul's waiting for me to go on a walk yeah. till after the show. <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, parents, get out so I can get this bikini cam over and done with. <laughs> uh, is Santo still there or has he left? No, Santo left yesterday with my okay. little cousin, Brooke. Right. Um, I guess there was a packed flight. Uh-huh. Uh, but they got back safely. Okay. Um, were the overhead and... bins, uh, were they all available? Or? Yeah, I think it? everything was... Oh, and you know what? I came back at a Twitch uh, Twitcher earlier in the show, and it's. I made my point perfectly clear. This Twitcher said what he should have done is brought his bag to your seat when he realized that the overhead bins were full. He should have then put it near the back of the plane. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me get this right. You should put it above a seat where the person hasn't even boarded the plane yet and screw them instead of just putting it over people who are already seated and have bins above them empty. Mm. I don't understand. Yeah, Santa I think was we, in the right. I think mm. we've determined if you missed the early part of the show, mm-hmm. the there were people seated in the seats in the fifth row. And they third didn't row. third row, whatever it was, and mm-hmm. they didn't have bags with them. The bins right. were open. Right. So Santo just took advantage of those bins. I think that is okay. But isn't that like third, fourth row real estate? How would you even know if your bins are available if you're putting them up eight rows away from your seat? Well, because if there are people seated in the row Mm -hmm. already where the overhead bin is and it's empty, then you are able to, that's open for anybody else. Because you're not going to sit in your seat with an open overhead bin if you want to put something in it. You're going to put it in the bin and then sit down. So I think the douche move can be uh, removed. I agree. I agree. Santo's not a douche. He's not. No. He's not. And then everybody's coming at him in my DMs saying, oh, sweater cape. Tell him to stop dressing like that. I tell him to dress like that. (laughs) I I say, put the sweater. He does exactly what you say. I mean, when are people going to realize that you and him are coastal grandma, grandpa? (laughs) That's who you are. And I love it. Right. So when are people going to stop with the clothes suggestions? If if Mm -hmm. the clothing is douche adjacent, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Courtney's in Florida. Should she decide she wants to, we will deploy the bikini cam mm-hmm. on Twitch 
I'm confused. And, what and are we YouTube. deploying? Like the bikinis on. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's just the cover up <laughs> that's removed, right? I mean, that's how yeah. it works. My mom yeah. did tell me I need to stop. I do this. Th- I think I've talked about it on the show before. Whenever I'm trying to make a point, sometimes I'll like grab my boobs. Mm-hmm. And and it's ever since I was younger, I did this. My mm-hmm. mom was always like, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. So she said, today, if you're wearing your bikini, do not grab your boobs. <laughs> Isn't that how the girl on Mean Girls knew the weather? Yes. Good job, Curtis. <laughs> All right. Courtney's in Florida, and we will be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ookla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.